Welcome to all of you here. Last Friday, I talked about the great love of a mother that has no equal. She has great love that even her own life, she is willing to sacrifice it for her child. I gave the example of Lady Mantani, the mother of Angulimala, who even though her son was a murderer, killing close to a thousand people, when she found out that King Persenity was bringing an army to kill her son, and knowing that her son would unlikely be able to escape, she quickly went to warn her son, Angulimala, to flee even if she would likely have to die at her son's hands or for betraying her king, she was willing to do it. This is the great love of a mother willing to sacrifice everything for her child. Today, I'll talk on one more topic of a son's great gratitude to his mother. This is a story of Venerable Sariputta Mahatera, the right-hand chief disciple of the Lord Buddha. His original name was Upatissa. He was a son of the Brahmin Lady Sari, who was very wealthy and had a large retinue. Lady Sari was born in Nalanda, not far from Rajagaha. Upatissa had a close friend named Kolita, who would later become Venerable Mahamogalana. Both of them grew weary of the world and asked to ordain with the wandering ascetic Sanjaya, who was one of the teachers of that time who had a very big following. They both practiced till they gained the highest knowledges that he could teach. They were both lifted to the status of equal teachers. Both of them discussed that the teachings of their teacher, Sanjaya, wasn't the right path and not what they were ultimately looking for. They wanted to find a teacher that had true knowledge. They made a pact together that if they met and found the true Dhamma, then they would go find and tell the other. They made this important pact and went their separate ways. One day, Upatissa went to the city of Rajagaha and met with one venerable monk, the elder Asaji, going for arms. He conducted himself in such a way that Upatissa was very impressed. He went to him after the elder Asaji had finished his arms round and asked him, who is your teacher and whose doctrine do you profess? Elder Asaji replied, The Blessed One, a descendant of the Sakyan clan, is my teacher, and it is his Dhamma that I profess. What does the Venerable One's Master teach? What does he proclaim? The Elder Asaji saw that Upatissa had wisdom, so wanted to show him how profound the teachings were, so answered, I am but new to the training, friend. It is not long since I went forth from home, and I came recently to this doctrine and discipline. I cannot explain the Dhamma in detail to you, 
the meaning only, please proclaim to me. Then Elder Asaji expounded the Dhamma. Of those things that arise from a cause, the Tathagata has told the cause, and also what their cessation is. This is a doctrine of the great Samana. Upon hearing just the first two lines, there arose the dust-free, stainless vision of the Dhamma, and he attained to Sodopana. Venerable Upatissa said, Do not enlarge upon this exposition of the Dhamma, Venerable Sir. This much will suffice. But where does our Master live? In Veluana Monastery. I have a friend with whom I have made an agreement to share the Dhamma. I shall inform him, and together we shall follow you and come into the Master's presence. Upatissa went to tell Kolita of the teaching he had heard, and upon hearing it, Kolita too became established in the fruit of stream entry, attaining to Sodopana. Both of them arrived at Veluana Monastery, where the Buddha was teaching a large gathering of monks, and told them, These two, Upatissa and Kolita, who are now approaching, will be my two chief disciples, an excellent pair. They paid homage, then asked to obtain the going forth under the Blessed One. The Buddha accepted, and both of them went off to practice the Dhamma. Venerable Mahamogalana practiced for seven days till attaining to arahantship, whereas Venerable Sariputta took fifteen days because he had to investigate the Dhamma deeply so needed more time to develop. On the fifteenth day of the full moon of Maga, the Buddha formally proclaimed that Venerable Sariputta was the right-hand chief disciple of the Buddha, distinguished by his excellence in wisdom, and Venerable Mahamogalana, the left-hand chief disciple, and distinguished by his excellence in psychic abilities. Venerable Sariputta, foremost in wisdom, the foremost disciple who could teach the Dhamma, the Buddha would tell the monks who were going on a journey that they should go see Venerable Sariputta before they leave, so that he would teach them the Dhamma. Venerable Sariputta was compared to like a mother who brings forth a child because he trains his pupils in the fruition of Sotapanna, the first stage of liberation. Venerable Sariputta was called the general of the Dhamma relative to the Buddha who was the Dhamma king. Venerable Sariputta was praised of having the great virtue of gratitude. Wherever he slept, he would face his head to Venerable Asaji as a sign of gratitude to his first Dhamma teacher. Another example of Venerable Sariputta's gratitude is in the story of the elder Radha. Radha was a poor Brahmin who were asked to be ordained, but the monks didn't want to take him because he was too old. Radha was sad, his body skinny and his features dark. The Buddha saw that no one would take him, so asked in the midst of the gathering of monks, who remembered receiving any help from Radha? Venerable Sariputta said, 
that he remembered an occasion when he was going for alms in Rajagaha and Radha had given him a ladle full of rice that he had begged for himself. The Buddha said that Sariputta had great gratitude, that just this small act he would remember. So remembering this act, he accepted Radha as his student. One more great example of Venerable Sariputta's gratitude was when he knew he would soon pass away. He wanted to teach his mother before his Parinibbana. So he journeyed to his birth home. Venerable Sariputta's mother, Lady Sari, was a staunch Brahmin and had no faith at all in the Buddha's teachings. She was sad that Sariputta and her other children had ordained in the Buddha Sasana. Venerable Sariputta had tried many times to teach her, but never succeeded, and this was the last time he would be able to teach her. Venerable Sariputta bade farewell to the Buddha, because he desired to go home to teach his mother. He went with Venerable Chunda, his brother, and his five hundred disciples. Lady Sari thought that Venerable Sariputta ordained till an old age and now had come back to disrobe. She arranged for Venerable Sariputta to stay in his birth chamber and 500 rooms for the monks. That night, the four heavenly kings, perceiving Sariputta lying sick close to his final passing, went to pay their final respects. After they left, then Saka, the king of the Dewas, came to pay his respect. And after Saka had left, finally, the Mahabrahma came to pay respects and a bright radiance filled the entire room. After Mahabrahma had left, Lady Sari asked her son Venerable Chunda, who came just then. He explained and said that it was the four heavenly kings and then Saka and then Mahabrahma who came to pay their last respects to Venerable Sariputta. The same Mahabrahma that is my lord and master, Yes. Hearing this, she developed faith in her son and in the Buddha, thinking that if my son has such great virtue, greater than the Mahabrahma, then what must be the virtue of his master? Venerable Sariputta knew that his mother had developed rapture and joy suffusing her entire body and had developed faith in the Buddha, so he knew that it was the right time to teach the Dhamma to her to repay his debt to his mother. He taught her to have right view through expounding the virtues of the Buddha. At the end of the Dhamma talk, she was a Sodhapana. This was the gratitude of Venerable Sariputta. He was an Arahant himself and did his best to teach his mother till she could attain to Sodhapana. Foremost in gratitude, where even one spoonful of arms from Radha he wouldn't forget. It's a good example for all of us. You should study and learn from this and practice it. It's a way of homage to the Buddha, Dhamma and Sangha because Venerable Sariputta was the highest example of repaying the debt of gratitude to one's parents. The day after Sariputta's cremation Venerable Chunda brought Venerable Sariputta's relics to the Buddha staying in Chetawana Monastery. The Buddha said to put the relics in a stupa 
and praised Venerable Sariputta as being the foremost in gratitude, the child that can establish their parents in samaditi or right view. They have fulfilled their duty with the highest amount of gratitude. May you take these teachings for your contemplation.